Hey guys, this is Robert from Limitless Broadcasting. And Sammy. I was getting to you. (laughs) But we wanted to tell you some exciting news. We are going to be at the Indiana Comic Con, March 22nd through the 24th. That's going to be at the Indianapolis or... Indiana Convention Center. In Indianapolis, let's say that. (laughs) So if you are going to the convention, please come over to the Limitless Broadcasting booth Mm -hmm. and say hello. Yeah, I believe it was booth 1710. 1710. Yes, so it's a huge convention. Yeah. Probably the biggest one. I think we've been to. Yeah, this is going to be like Megacon. Yeah, unfortunately, I will not be there in person. Robbie will be there, but he's going to have some uh, fun friends with him. Yes. Including, I believe, from Pixie Dust Twins, Ashley. First con for her. And so if you're there, ask us about Rant Radio, because you can win $1,000 from Limitless Broadcasting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very excited about that. And who doesn't love a good rant? Yes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. We will, or I guess I should say, Robbie, we'll see you soon at the Indiana Comic Convention. And what days are you going to be there one more time? Uh, We're going to be there the 22nd to the 24th of March. Mm -hmm. So we'll see you guys there soon. We'll see you there. Bye. Bye. You're listening to the Limitless Broadcasting Network. What's your favorite scary movie? What's the boogeyman? You hang up on me again, I'll cut you like a fish, understand? It's showtime. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to You Can't Kill the Boogeyman podcast. We are your hosts. I'm Robbie. And I'm Sammy. And welcome to the episode. Mm-hmm. But for, before we get into this, uh, let's do some bantering for a second. You're mm-hmm. probably, for those of you that can actually see me in this video, you're like, oh, you have a 50 cent shirt on and a 50 cent hat. Well, last night, I literally went to West Palm Beach. Mm-hmm. drove there mm-hmm. saw the 50 cent show the the last lap tour he brought out it was jeremiah buster rhymes and 50 let me tell you it was the dopest show i've been to a lot of concerts mm-hmm. i think when, when it comes to like rappers i put nelly first and then 50 but that was they go head to head it was so cool 50 put out bangers after bangers after bang when i say bangers i'm talking about like one cool track after another just like boom 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 back mm-hmm. and forth so when i got there i was like i'm definitely gonna get a shirt because you know this is his last lap tour so you don't know if he's actually gonna come back so we're mm-hmm. celebrating 20 uh get Richard or die trying 20 years later so if you get a chance to go see him in tour mm-hmm. definitely do it is well worth the money it is hype from soon as they touch the stage to when it ends it's so much better it's so cool so cool there's no disappointment 50 uh yayo tony yayo sammy doesn't know anything about this but tony yayo uncle murder they definitely put on a good show that i guess that's a new g unit right so but i we can go 
I could talk to you guys all day about Literally. this. But yeah, that's why I'm wearing this mm -hmm. super cool show. I was I should have brought bought two shirts. But I was like, now I'm now I'm getting greedy. I got the hat mm -hmm. and I got the shirt and I was like, oh, mm -hmm. what are we doing here? Yep. But yeah, I wanted to let you guys know. Cool, cool concert. If you guys get a chance, go check it out. Yeah, and it was so much fun. I'm glad you had fun. Well, thank you for hooking it up for me. Mm -hmm. So today we are talking about Lost Boys, The Thirst. Yeah. Oh my God. Let me tell you, when we were actually watching this show, I just feel bad for the franchise. That's all I could say is it's kind of like pulling teeth a little bit. Honestly. Because you have the first movie, Banger, mm -hmm. straight Banger, right? Mm -hmm. And then you get to the last one, The Thirst, and you see how hard the franchise fell. And you're just like, this was a cool franchise. How did this happen? Yeah. I mean, I know the Corys had their tragic story and mm -hmm. they had their drama behind the set yeah. scenes and everything like that. But they're not the only ones that made up this movie. That's just a portion of it. Mm -hmm. Why didn't all the other cast come back? Well, we know all the vampires died. So that's, that's why they couldn't. Yeah. But David, he could have came back. Michael. Michael. Yeah. I'm sorry. Michael. Maybe David. I mean, you know, we didn't. Yeah. David probably could have came back. I mean, you they were probably worked their way around that. You were, you were saying that they, uh, you yeah. didn't actually see him get stabbed, mm -hmm. but Michael could have, mm -hmm. I'm trying to think of his, uh, the actor's actually name, but I can't think of it right now. I can't remember. The actor that played Michael. Mm -hmm. Jason. Um, Jason something. I can't remember. I saw him at uh, actually Spooky Empire. And I was like, hey, that's you. Mm -hmm. That's you. That's right. I forgot. And he looks so much different from Lost Boys 1 to... And our fan just died. <laughs> I literally just gave up its life as we were sitting here. You should turn that off That's so it doesn't like spark. Hold on. Is that an omen? So the name of, uh, so Michael is Jason Pat played by Jason Patrick. So mm -hmm. when it when we're watching this thing, Michael could have came back. Mm -hmm. Um, in this show, they said his brother was mm -hmm. turned, mm -hmm. and one of the Frog Brothers mm -hmm. had to get rid of him because mm -hmm. he was turned. Yep. But this franchise fell super hard. Yeah. So that's kind of my pre-take on it. Mm -hmm. Let's let's get Sammy's. Let's dive into that. You just want to dive into it? All right. Okay. So for the description of this movie, multi-arrow crossbow, check. Holy water grenade launcher, ready. Stake shooting M134, got that too. 
Edgar Frog is locked and loaded for his bloodiest badass battle yet with the undead. Is it though? <laughs> I mean, is it grosser? I mean, all of them have progressively gotten a little grosser because of the times. Yes. But is it the bloodiest badass no. battle? No. I don't think so. Definitely not. So this one is rated R for some drug contact content, sexuality, nudity, language, and strong bloody violence. Genre, of course, is horror. Director is Dario Piana and producer Basil Iwanek, Philip P. Goldfein, and David Witt. Writers, Evan Sharnov and Hans Rodinoff, who I'm pretty sure didn't Hans do the last one as well? Yes. I believe, yeah. Uh, released on October 12th, 2010. And again, this was a DVD straight to dvd release yeah dvd at this time yeah so it was a dvd release it was not in theaters at all just like the last one its runtime is an hour and 22 minutes and production companies are thunder road pictures and hollywood media bridge it has a zero percent rating from the critics on rotten tomato second one zero percent we're now at number two for having so the last one had a zero percent as well yes mm-hmm. yes and the this tribe and this one has a 33 percent audience score on rotten tomatoes and it's a five out of ten on imdb jesus christ cast we have i gonna only name some of the more relevant ones so we have corey feldman back as edgar frog casey b dolan as zoe um Tanit Phoenix as Gwen Lieber and Jameson Newlander as Alan Frog. But those are the most relevant. So, yeah, I do have a couple trivia things for you. Not too much for this movie. This one, unsurprisingly, was less successful than the previous film, only earning $907,000 plus within the first two weeks of release, while the tribe earned a 3.5 million so i'm surprised it actually earned that much money so what do you think think, people were like oh we bought this dvd and then they learned how terrible it was and they're like i think that's don't do it don't do it bro i think what happened was the tribe came out and everybody was like oh it's a sequel to the lost Lost boys Boys. and we love the lost boys and that that was still very early you know you see the dvd it's a straight to dvd there were probably some ads for it you know but it's not like now where you really like know what you're getting into right no so you bought the dvd and then i think this one came out and people were like oh no i know what you did on the last one so maybe they 2010 so you could have still went to like blockbuster or any or red box or a movie rental um i can't remember like a video blockbuster no not besides blockbuster but you know there's movie gallery yeah movie gallery there we go yeah, you know, like other options. Hollywood video. Something similar to that where you could have rented it instead of buying it this time. And then you're like, well, I'm not going to buy it because it's not good. Right. It's a good possibility. The, let's see. Oh, okay. And despite turning down a role in the film, Corey Haim announced he would take part in a fourth installment. But he died before anything could come of the project. So you're talking about the other Corey? Yes. Okay. So he had already said that I wasn't interested in this movie, but I would be back for a fourth one, which is never, I mean, it's never going to be a thing at this point. Well, do you think that's why they didn't do it is because he died? 
I feel like they wouldn't have done it anyway because this one performed so badly. And we don't. I mean, nine hundred and seven thousand dollars in its first two weeks compared to three point five million. I mean, that's a huge, huge percentage drop. Yes. If you look any at it. studio is going to look at that and be like, you guys can go fuck yourselves. There's no I don't way think I'm, they're going to do it. I'm, there's no way I'm going to greenlight another one. Some sort of true reboot and it has a great story behind it and you can really sell it, which I'm sure there's someone out there who could really realistically do another Lost Boys. Yeah, like some sort of a reboot of the franchise, but maybe still bring back in Corey Feldman as his character is like, you know, a brief appearance. Yeah. I feel like you could maybe do it, but it has to have the right story. So it'd be cool if Jason Patrick would come back. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like maybe have some sort of like brief appearance by some of them, but and even, it's a new story. And even though he is older, mm-hmm. they can regress him digitally. But he's not a vampire anymore because they killed. You know what? You're right. Right. Because they killed his head vampire. You're right. So he so was he, a person. He so he is, would be older. He could be older. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was forgot about that, that they cured him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so he could come back to the franchise mm-hmm. as is and be like, all right. Exactly. It would be cool if we got Star. Mm-hmm. Like bring back some more people. Laddie, you know, mm-hmm. the tack of the Eddie Munster. Mm-hmm. And Corey, not Haynes, Feldman. but Feldman. Mm-hmm. To come back. Yeah. And even the fro- other Frog Brother. Yeah. I could see that being a good movie. Mm-hmm. With the core cast. But it, again, it would have to be story. Yes, because that's what's lacking in Lost yes. too. And I feel like this is what you get when you are want to go into production on a show. Mm-hmm. But your script is not all the way put together. Or you yeah. have to change it mm-hmm. during development and you don't have time to develop it thoroughly and you're just like oh just shoot 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 Mm -hmm. let's do this do this do this this is what um that's big nightmares for studios Mm -hmm. so i I can understand this like for all of my production people out there you can understand this as well this is when why people in hollywood are like the story has to be so right Mm -hmm. you know that on average when you submit a script, that script is reworked 36 times. That's crazy. Minimum. Wow. Just to get it ready mm-hmm. to even be considered to be your greenlit. That's insane. Can you imagine writing a 120 page script over over 36 times? No. Mm-mm. You'd give up on it. You'd be like, fuck I this noise. Would. You'd be like, fuck this noise. Like, I'm not interested in doing this anymore. No, thank you. But we don't actually know the budget on this. Like, we don't know. Mm-hmm. So yeah. let's dive into your take. Um, well, I haven't even finished doing my trivia because you interrupted oh, me. I'm and sorry. You started going off on a tangent. I apologize. So would you like me to finish my I trivia? apologize, listeners. I'm jumping the gun. Anyways, so this is the final installment of the original Lost Boys trilogy. And it was supposed to have a follow-up trilogy featuring the Frog Brothers fighting off werewolves. Okay. Which we talked about. And a TV series, all of which Corey Feldman and Jameson Newlander were to return. But Warner Premiere, the studio behind the latter two sequels, went bust and all the Lost Boys franchise plans were dropped. 
So that's another reason why nothing came about it because also Warner Premier is no longer a thing. So that means anybody with deep pockets could go to these production companies and say, let me buy the rights. Mm -hmm. But again, you have to have a good story before you move forward with it. Exactly. So here's a funner, more fun funner more fun trivia we don't know how to talk oh god um after edgar is thrown into the comic book shelves you can see a copy of lost boys reign of frogs as he starts to get up so they did a whole comic book there's like a comic book thing out there series series for this as well that you could look into so if you're a big lost boys fan Mm -hmm. there you go just like when just like angel and Buffy. And Buffy, you can actually get the comics. Like, right, you know how Angel ends mm-hmm. and they're battling? The comics actually pick up to let you know what's going on next. Yeah. And that's what it, I think that would be cool, too. Mm-hmm. And the reason I bring that up is because Lost Boys um, spawned Buffy. Mm-hmm. The, like, the vampire makeup. So yeah, it's all basically mm-hmm. the same universe. Yeah. So that's why I bring up Angel and Buffy. Mm-hmm. Uh, due to poor critical response to Lost Boys, the tribe being too different from its predecessor, that is why Corey Feldman was promoted to a main character in this one. So that's why he's the main guy in this movie. And when shooting vampires with a minigun, the words, it's time to meet Old Painless are said. And Old Painless was the name of the minigun used in Predator. So there's a little tie in for you. But that is literally all I have because people just do not care about this movie. Which makes me sad because it felt it had potential. And I mean, I still feel like Corey Feldman came at it the same way that he did even as a kid, you know, all those years ago in print and portraying his character. But it just, it was not interesting. Like when we were watching the thing, boring. Like I had to remind myself, oh, we're watching a movie. Yeah. Don't it took us two nights to finish. Don't play on your phone. You're actually watching a movie for the body. You really didn't miss anything. It just like it had elements of the story that were interesting. And then at the end, we literally talked about the werewolf thing because he talks to his bookstore girlfriend about what he read about werewolves. And she's just like, oh, interesting. And then they do like that thing with her eyes. Right. And we're like, oh, I wonder if there was supposed to be more. And now, you know, there was. But I don't know. I, I almost wish like that storyline too. Like I wish there had been more of a build up to that. Yeah. Versus him just like saying, "Oh, I read this thing," and she's like, "Oh, yeah." Like, why couldn't you do more of like a tease of what she was throughout the entire movie? Really, Lost Boys was the first Underworld. Mm-hmm. Do you remember Underworld? No. Like back in the two thousands, it they had vampire werewolves and vampires fighting each other, lichens. That's something we'll cover on this, but mm-hmm. that's, this was kind of the spawn of that franchise. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm connecting this. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I just, I feel like there were, like I said, there were elements that were there to build the story. I mean, they had like the super head vampire they were going after and they had that twist with the lady that hired them actually wanted to become a vampire. Mm-hmm. And so she lured, apparently Edgar Frog is like the worst of the worst for vampire hunters. So they wanted to get rid of him. Mm-hmm. Is what I was gathering, right? For right, this, yes. Which was very interesting as a storyline, but it just wasn't executed in the best way. And I hate, we hate to say 
say it because I don't really like to bash people in their art and their craft, but the acting was just. You could tell it was a B movie. It, it wasn't just, even a B movie. It, it felt was like when you go to like, uh, um, like the independent films, you know, around yes. here. And, and no offense, because these people are professionals. Com- they're coming up in the world, like the the independent movies, you know, like the ones around here, the locals. Yeah. Like some of those actors are still learning their craft and still honing it in. So when you, it came to this, I was like, these these people just seem like they needed like a little more time to get there. Yeah. You know, maybe you should have gotten a little more direction mm-hmm. or coaching something. Mm-hmm. I mean, Corey Feldman was fine because he was this cheese, you know, the cheesy over the top. It's like a dark humor thing. Right. That they're going for. I don't think it translated super well, but, you know, Corey Feldman was fine as always. I didn't see any issues with him. He played that character over the top as he as he had, you know, I think that character was written for him specifically. Yeah. And I don't think you could have somebody else come in and say, okay, let's, I'm going to do it this way. And it kind of, that's what kind of bums me out is like, you have this whole movie focused around Corey Feldman as Edgar Frog, mm-hmm. who is on his own, a pretty funny character mm-hmm. who takes himself so seriously, which works well, but the universe and the story built around it just didn't make flow. sense. Yeah. It it was just missing something. So honestly, like uh, Halloween rewatches always will include Lost Boys, the very first one. The first Lost Boys. But probably not any of the other two. Unless we do a revisit, but I just I have I, no interest in rewatching them. Well, realistically, we watched this for you guys. Mm-hmm. We wanted to let you guys know how it was because, again, I'm a big fan of the first Lost Boys. It is it's just so the music. Fun. It's just on point. The they cast. did have better music in this one. Yes. I did say that because it did some callbacks to the right. original. So, right. yeah, the music was a lot better in this one. Yeah. That is something because they were trying to bring back that vibe of the first one. It's just the story wasn't there. There. It wasn't developed. Mm-mm. And so this is what happens when you don't. And the these, one thing I'm disappointed in is these are professionals and they should know that to make a go picture go, you need to de- flush out all your ideas. Yeah. And I don't know, like, what producer read the script and was like, yep, this is it. Let's go. I think and, it was a budget thing. Yeah. And then I wonder, you know, if that was part of it. And then, like I said, when it comes to the actors on set, I feel like if you're going to be with Corey Feldman as Edgar Frog, who, again, is this very over-the-top character, I feel like the others should have very specific directions on how they need to play their characters. Right. Either... I mean, well, they had the one guy who was supposed to be the vampire hunter who was like, oh, vampires aren't real. real right. I mean, he wasn't bad because he was a pretty like a character, a caricature. Right. He was like, like... he was kind of over the top, you know, meathead, mm-hmm. whatever. So he kind of fit Reality in. Reality TV star. Yeah. We're just doing this to fuck around, basically. Yeah. I mean, I think he he was a good character and I think he did pretty good and he fit in and he was a good foe to Edgar because Edgar takes himself so seriously and this guy was blowing everything off. So I think that was good. But everybody else, like we just said, the the girl, the girlfriend, I mean, like she she was a werewolf at the end. But it was two seconds of acknowledging that. Where was the rest of the film? They could have used that while she they were fighting vampires. Yes. And see, that's another missed opportunity. They, mm-hmm. She could have wolfed out mm-hmm. when she was fighting vampires. Mm-hmm. 
and dropped more hints throughout the entire movie included her more right than they did i just i wish they just took another pass right on the script i agree with you yeah but that's all i have honestly to say about it unfortunately would you recommend them watching this no no Mm -mm. unless you're like a major huge fan of Corey feldman and you can ignore the rest of it yeah but i don't but Corey feldman is just an odd person in general in real life yeah you know he does a good job on and off screen of being who Mm -hmm. he is yeah i wonder if he got paid well there to do that he probably did well he got moved to main character so i'm sure sure. i'm sure half the budget went to him probably because the tribe his money the tribe was a five million dollar budget and that still looked like it was a b movie yeah but the production wise it probably was better than this one yeah the acting and even though i didn't care for the storyline i think the acting was better yeah i I agree to say that I agree. So, I mean, with the tribe, at least we could actually get through it in one setting, even though it was dumb. Mm-hmm. Not dumb. It was just slow. Yeah. Again, and the story wasn't great. And the story wasn't great. Yeah. So, so we, I wouldn't re- recommend it either. This is our second one, second movie with a zero rating. Yeah. I didn't think that was going to be possible. But again, yeah. we wanted to cover this. Sorry, it's a, such a short episode but this is there's really not much to talk all we about have with this one yeah it's just has all the pieces and just wasn't assembled well right it's at the end of the day so um one more thing couple more things before we let you go mm-hmm. we are going to be at 90s con 90s con september 15th through the 17th in tampa mm-hmm. if you are in the tampa area Come say hey. Tampa Convention Center. Yes, that's going to be at the Tampa Convention Center. Mm -hmm. I will be there all weekend. Sammy will be there on Sunday. Mm -hmm. The celebrities that are going to be there, it has all of uh, Boy Meets World was going to be there. So Topanga will be there. But Corey doesn't because he doesn't do anything with the podcast. Um, He just doesn't do conventions. So they're going to have Danielle Fischel, who plays Topanga, Will Friedle, who is... Corey's brother. Uh-huh. Yeah. Ryder Strong, which is Sean. Uh-huh. Yeah. Corey's best friend. Oh, uh-huh. I do know this. Uh-huh. Trina. She's the black girl that Angela. Uh, he, the black she, girl. Well, she's dated. the only, yeah, she only person of Corey. color on the entire show, basically. So yes. And then, everybody understands. Yeah, me. you're gonna have both parents there as yeah. well. I I like him because the dad and Rusty. was he he was in Ameri- American History X with he's, Edward Norton. Yeah, he's, he's been, been in, in a lot, lot of stuff. things. Yes, and, and so is she. She's popped up throughout the years. Well diverse. And I believe um, Bill Daniels is going to be there as well, Mr. Feeney. Yes. So yeah, and his wife is going to be there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So it's going to be a full full house group. will be there as well. Yeah, full house is going to be there. I. Uh, I don't remember. I mean, like John Stamos isn't going to be there, right? But I think most of the other cast, right? Uh, Joey's going to be there. Um, um, DJ's going to be there. Stephanie's going to be there, and Kimmy Gimbler is going to be there. Mm -hmm. And then um, Family Matters is going to be there. Yep, the cast of Family Matters, nine hundred two one zero, Saved by the Bell, Sabrina the Teenage Witch, Witch, Robbie does not care about but i love sabrina teenage witch so i'm hoping some of you out there 
also love Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Love Melissa Joan Hart, but you know, it's whatever. Well, I'm hoping some of these people come by and say what's up because they're going to mm-hmm. see you. No, we're an independent studio. Mm-hmm. And I'm hoping they're going to see me there and they're going to be cool. Yeah. And uh, they, I want them to know, you know, we're in the industry. We're not on some mm-hmm. fan shit, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Come say what's up. Yep, I agree. So that is coming September 15th through the 17th. Mm-hmm. Come up fast. The next one is Spokala. Mm-hmm. That's also in Tampa Convention Center. No. No, it's not Tampa Convention Center. Uh-uh. It's at the fairgrounds. Yes. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. And that is the first weekend of October. October. It's like the 4th through the 6th. Yeah, first, very first weekend, Friday through Sunday of October. And they are adding some baller names to the list it where they're basically going to have a scream reunion there and that's going to be cool yes super excited about that yeah mm-hmm. so go check we will be there all weekend sammy will be there i'll be there mm-hmm. so that'll be a good time we had a blast the the first spokala yeah so it was a lot of fun in mm-hmm. in ocala mm-hmm. yeah this but this one will be in tampa this time and last but not least, we have Spooky Empire. Right before Halloween. That is the 27th through the 29th mm-hmm. of October. Mm-hmm. And they are adding some dope people too. Yeah, they'll be at the Hyatt uh, in the, Orlando. This is the 20th anniversary mm-hmm. for Spooky Empire. Yes, so and they've really been naming people in the last couple of weeks. Yeah, and hopefully we're where you applied for a media badge, even though we're gonna be there as a vendor, we wanted a media badge because I want to interview some of these people. Mm-hmm. And so I'm hoping Spooky Empire approves that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But yeah, come by, say what's up. We are launching our streaming service. That's going to be on Roku. I've been busy doing that. I have premium content coming. So please, mm-hmm. definitely please sign up. Mm-hmm. So yes, we're manifesting in the universe that it's going to be great. Yes, all of it. All of it. It's going to be great. And it is because mm-hmm. we're we do we are very passionate about mm-hmm. what we do. So I'll and let then, you know when that is live. As far as podcast goes, we finished our second series because we've not finished the Lost Boys. Haven't officially talked about what we're gonna do next, but I'm thinking probably something related to the horror nights houses, since okay. that would make sense to kind of go through and make sure we've talked about those since we will be going to Halloween Horror Nights. You're right. Very excited. That's going to be starting very soon. Uh, September 1st is when it opens and it runs through like November 2nd, I believe. So super excited. What, what are to you thinking? What are you thinking? For what? For the next we're next round of movies, something well, related. Well, unfortunately, they are going to have a Chucky house and I am not into haunted dolls. So but you don't want to do Chucky? Well, it's going to come around eventually. So we might be doing some Chucky talk coming up. Plus, shout out to Ariel because... She has that weird thing with Chucky. And then we might have her friend Ariel on the podcast. And then um they have Stranger Things. So I didn't know if we wanted to do any sort of a Stranger Things episode. We should have Kevin on. Tied into that. That would be very he cool. Was Kevin actually, was on actually set. On set. He was one He's of the an police. Extra we have no, he his... wasn't just an extra. He was a police officer yes. in the like we have his photo back here. You can't really see him, but we have a photo of him on set. So that would be very cool. But yeah, I thought that might be fun. Also, we maybe should bring them back to talk about their yeah, sequels. Yes. 
and that's to something we've been wanting to do. their fan-made Halloween film, because we keep talking about that, and I figured that might be fun to do closer to spooky season. Right. Yeah, so, yeah, a lot of the Horror Nights houses are, like, they their original ideas. Oh, they also have The Last of Us, which is yes. another themed, and we've definitely watched that, so that might be another fun topic. Or, or I was thinking we might do uh, The Munsters and get Butch Patrick Ooh, on here. I would like to see. We have lots of things we could possibly do, so we'll have to figure out what we so, want to do specifically because we do want to talk about The Munsters. And Butch and, Patrick said, hey, he'd come on the show, and I yeah. know you, I know you guys like him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we'll have to decide officially, map out the next month or so because this is our favorite time of year, although spooky season is all year for us. All now right. everybody is... That's why we that's why we came up with you can't kill the boogeyman podcast because yeah. we love it. Yep. And oh, just to throw in since we were talking about the cons always remember right behind us if you're watching Mikey he comes and hangs out every time so that's a good way to spot us because Mikey will be there. So I am super excited to set up for 90s con. Because I doubt anybody else is going to have a Michael there Myers will, there. Yeah, there will be I'm sure other like you know, spooky horror related things, but this is not like Spook Alley, not like Spooky Empire, where right. everybody there is there for the Michael Myers and the Jasons, and we are. We're gonna, gonna stick set out up. A little bit. We're gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna uh, I'll stick be out there for one day. I'm sorry, I have to work. No, it's okay. But I try. I'm hoping. What I'm hoping is this will bring over some of the celebrities and be like, oh, that shit's dope. You know, mm-hmm. let's, let's go talk about him. Go talk to him yep mm-hmm. so yeah so super excited for that but yeah i'm gl- hopefully you like this episode mm-hmm. we did what we could uh yeah. it was a we wanted to cover this because i was i like the franchise mm-hmm. so it is what it is it is yeah view at your own risk mm-hmm. uh basically and if you can like subscribe and leave a comment and if you guys have something you want us to cover, mm-hmm. please let us know. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. All right, so we will figure out what we're doing, and we'll see you next time. See you later. Bye. Bye. You Can't Kill the Boogeyman podcast is produced and hosted by Robbie and Sammy Brooksby as part of the Limitless Broadcasting Podcast Network. Post-production and intro by Sammy Brooksby. Follow the show on Instagram at BoogeymanPod. You can also follow the Limitless Broadcasting Company at Limitless Broadcasting and your horror hosts at Robert1950Studios and at The Samalam. We also have a TikTok at 1950Studios. Email your creepy comments and spooky suggestions to us at boogeymanpod at gmail.com. Don't forget, everyone is entitled to one good scare. Have a horrific week.